0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Executive Cybersecurity Education Podcast. This podcast will discuss, evaluate, and educate you on the topic of cybersecurity strategy, governance, risk, and compliance. I'm Dr. B, your host. Today's episode, we will discuss the strategy to select an environment for your first assessment. This strategy can be used for your first, of course, but also developing an assessment calendar. The steps we'll discuss today will make sure your assessment selection is objective and repeatable. Two key ingredients from a great program. So are you ready? Well, let's get started. The first step you will need to establish is a way to consistently select system. And what I mean with systems are the ecosystem, the server, application, network devices, and processes I suggest using data criticality. Now, I'm not going to get into the, all the different potential data taxonomies every organization may have, but I'll keep you this simple. If you, ha- if you are a small or medium business, SMB type of business, and you fear that you don't have a way to classify information, don't worry. There is great information out there to help you, for example, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST, has published FIPS 199 and FIPS 199 and FIPS 200, uh, also NIST 800-53 specifically. So the FIPS 199 describes the security char- characterization of information and systems, while the FIPS 200 is the minimum security requirements, which within then will point you to the NIST 800-53, which will give you the security controls to protect the information and information systems. So those are uh, a few of the documents that are out there to help your small business. Now, for those that already have some form of data classification, decide which data classification your assessment will be targeting. And for that, uh, and for the purpose of this discussion, let's you know keep it simple and call the information high, moderate, or low. So once you decide which information, the next step you will have to select an assessment approach. It will be a design assessment or an effective assessment. There are some differences. So before we go any further, let's do a quick recap of what we just talked about. We have established two key steps in your assessment methodology, and both are objective and repeatable. First, you develop a way to select which data criticality to assess, high, moderate or low. Second, you develop a step to select the assessment approach, designer effectiveness. This is good. Our our first two tasks are objective and repeatable. And what I mean with repeatable is that the fact that someone else can follow your methodology and you achieve similarly, similar results, right? So, well, as I was saying, design and effectiveness assessment, a design assessment is a more qualitative in nature, while the effectiveness is, a, is more of a quantitative in nature. I'll get into those uh, details and explain a bit more about uh, the meaning and how to do them in future podcasts is where I will cover control selections and control assessments. So the next steps is to identify the systems or what I like to call it the ecosystem where your high, moderate, or low information resides. You don't need to identify all of them. Remember, you need to only identify at this point the ones you you know intend to do your assessment only highs, only moderate, high all lows. So you pick uh, once you identify them, right? So you will need, though, to identify the operating systems, databases, applications and network devices. Remember, that's why I call ecosystems is everything. The operating system could be Windows, Linux, Unix, database, Oracle, SQL, DB2, MySQL, so forth. Application isn't SAP, workday, or or remedy. Network devices could encompass firewall switches, routers, and load balancers. Is the is these devices in the cloud, on premise, hybrid? So that is very important. That will affect your controls assessment. So now that you have identified or have a way to identify now and have sort of a map here. You may even need a, a data flow Though you may need a data flow diagram so you can understand where the data you're assessing is coming and going. So you have a complete account uh, of the systems involved in and, and a way to validate the list prior to the assessment. Remember, you're going to be seeking that information from the data owner, the system owner or the data custodian system custodian that could be someone in it. Um, and, and they might give you a list, but you need to validate is that list accurate. And the only way to do so is to uh, follow the data, follow the breadcrumbs. And you might have API callouts here and there that take the data to different places that uh, was not accounted for. You need to trace it. So you validate that information. One characteristic of this approach is the fact that it's fundamental. Is basic. So regardless of your assessment, if it is part of an independent organizational assessment against your own policy standards, uh, or it is regulatory, such as NERC SIP or SOX, or even non-regulatory, like PCI, for example, type of assessment, the systematic methodology will work for you. Uh, in essence, this is it. However, as you mature your cybersecurity assessment program, you will need to develop ways to validate the total population of assets. For large organizations, this may be difficult or even very difficult if you have been through mergers and acquisitions or a very decentralized business model with uh, several business units. Speaking of maturity, the Software Engineering Institute from Carnegie Mellon University and their CERT Resilient Management Program or CERT RMM Establish the purpose of compliance as the purpose of compliance is to ensure awareness of and compliance with an established set of relevant internal and external guidelines, standards, practices, policies, regulation, and legislation, and other obligations, such as contracts and service level agreements related to managing operational resilience. So compliance can also be seen as a byproduct of governance. Uh, either you perform an assessment in a matter of active governance, or you have a governance framework where the business reports a compliance such a, a, in the form of results or metrics to, uh, to the governance committee, who in turn ensures governance by is being done. I believe uh, the key concept um, in the CERT RMM compliance purpose is the managing operational resilience. Now, the, there's a lot that the, the purpose speak about compliance. However, I want to call attention to this specific one, right? Managing operational resilience. So we need to accept the fact that there's no perfect secure environment. And I think I'll be preaching to the choir here with you guys, but there's no unlimited budget. Actually, some of you might be facing budget cuts, um, either in the security and the IT or company wide Top economist scholars are predicting another recession. So, how can your organization be effective? How can your organization be resilient? The answer is to understand where your critical information is located. Test the security control effectiveness protecting the data if they are not where you thought they would be. Make data-driven, factual, and risk-oriented investment in protecting this data. This is why we do this. Control assessments. Ensuring the maturity and ensuring resilience of your program right well this is it for now um i'm glad you hang with me here on this day and we discuss controls assessment how select the environment right how how you even start this so i appreciate your time with me today please make sure to subscribe and leave a review in itunes so you don't miss any future episodes i'm glad you stopped by today and i appreciate you for spending your time with me and is spending the most expensive currency nowadays, time. So see you next time. This is Dr. B, your host. I'm out.